Praise God. Praise God. It's definitely time that we have to move from this space. Um, Pastor Diola's nodding her head. It's time we move because they can't, you know, not even the house can contain us with the kind of fire that we have. So I can only imagine what the neighbors are dealing with. I don't blame them, to be honest with you. You can't contain such a fire in such a confined space. And so <clears throat> it's clear now that God is expanding us more than we could ever, ever imagine. And he's doing it quickly. He's doing it very quickly. Praise God. He's doing it so quickly. Thank God for the... Okay, I see myself now. Thank God for the word tonight. I feel like you're too close to me though. Is there a way you can move back some bits? You should be able to get the clock in if you move it right. Okay, praise God. Awesome. 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 The nation greetings have been done by Pastor Daniel, who gave us an outstanding teaching this evening. Yeah, an outstanding teaching this evening. Um, and he took us back to the understanding of who we are and us being called by our name. And I think that's very deep and profound. Um, I definitely will be going back to listen at least three times to make sure that I took everything that I needed. And hopefully, maybe on another day, he can come back and expand because teaching needs us to sit and dwell on. Yeah. And so I found that word profound, very, very profound. And then Pastor Genevieve came and then ignited our fire by speaking to us from the book of John 17 this evening. We started understanding a little bit more about our call to prayer, our call to the kingdom, our call to who we are as kingdom citizens. Um, again, very powerful words. So it makes my job very easy tonight. It makes my job very fluid and very liquid, if you like. And honestly, I'm just going to um, speak for about five, ten minutes because I've seen the time. It's already past nine. We started at seven. Um, but it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Have you been blessed so far, family? Have you eaten well so far, family? Aha, uh -huh. awesome. I'm just going to stick with where I was teaching from yesterday. Um, and I took you to the book of John. I started speaking to the shepherds. I really feel in my heart there's an urgency for the shepherds to begin to rise. Now, the shepherds that we look at now are the soul winners. They are you and I. And permit me to speak very, very fluidly tonight and not too excited. The Holy Spirit told me off yesterday. He said, you're too crazy. He said, you're too all over the place. Can you just relax a little bit so that they can actually hear you? Otherwise, you will just look and then your hair is moving and your body is, is much. Just relax. I said, okay, Lord, um, help me because I don't know how to do that. I'm naturally a crazy person. But anyway, thank God for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so I want to speak to you from that John 21 that we started reading yesterday. Then I'm going to take you back to the book of Judges. And I'm going to speak to you about the man that is one with God and what God does with the man that is one with him. I want to speak about us being caught up in him. Because before God is going to set you out to do anything great in the nations, you're going to have to be caught up with him. 
You're going to have to become one with him, one with the mission. And that is what ultimately unifies us. That's what keeps us in one flow. It keeps us in one pace. It keeps the burden of the things of God in our hearts. Now, God is only going to use us when he can find something. He can find that we have something in common with him. What is in common with him right now will be our unification. The reason why Jesus would leave Peter with such a huge mandate to take care of the sheep is because he found something in common with him. But he had to find something in common with him by first meeting him at a well and sitting in his boat. God will have to position you at times in your industry and fields to get you or to identify what you both will have in common with each other. Based on that, he will begin to teach you and show you how you take nations, how you do the things that are on his heart and how you move in the flow that we ought to move according to John 17, as Pastor Genevieve told us, in the statues of Jesus, in the ways that he moved and the things that he did. So let's get to reading this afternoon so I'm not just speaking to you and I don't want to spend too much time but I want you tonight to have the heart of the shepherd. I want you to be so caught up with the things of God that you know how to maneuver when you are out there. Like Pastor Genevieve and Pastor Daniel rightly said to us, this work is not about male or female, sister, brother, of course it is, but he's looking for the spirit man who can ultimately flow in the dimensions that are above this realm. He's looking for the man that can abound and can abase. He's looking for the spirit, not the physical expression of what a woman is or a man isn't. Those things are still too little. They're still too basic in the things of God. He's taken us to a higher dimension and a higher calling than what we are. And that's why I can come up here this afternoon, this evening, with no makeup, no nothing, looking scantily and be crazy because it's not me really. It's not me. And No, no, no. Because if it's me, I would adorn you you know <laughs> as pastor daniel said i will adorn naturally because that's what flesh is taught to do as the, as the definition showed us this evening but let's read scripture this afternoon and i want you to flow with me and stay with me is that okay family beautiful your faces are so beautiful this evening let's go when they had finished eating okay Jesus said to Simon Peter, uh -huh. Simon, son of John, yes, do you love me more than these? Yeah. Yes, Lord. He said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, that's the second time. You know that I love you. Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. Yes, the third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands 
and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. I love this so very much. You're still going to keep reading, but it even reminds me of the adorning that Pastor Daniel started teaching us about and how naturally we want to adorn ourselves. It says when you are young, you're like that. But when you're older, actually you come to the maturity in knowing that you've been caught with someone that will lead you. I need you to stay with me because we're going to talk about being caught up in him. Yeah, It was saying when you get older, uh, you will stretch out your hand. The same way we will stretch to the heaven and speak to the Lord and ask him to be one with us. He said that person will begin to lead you. What happened next please, Mark? Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Yeah. Then he said to him, follow, follow me. me. Stop there. That's it. Follow me. Now, three times Jesus asks Peter, do you love me? You know, the Lord had to highlight to me that that was the intrinsic nature of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit asking that question. The three of them, because in the beginning, when God was going to create man, God, Jesus was about to create Peter in this moment. But he doesn't create by himself. It has to be the one, but in three forms. Please stay with me. It had to be the one, but in three forms. So Jesus was taken, or God through Jesus was taken uh, Peter back to his Adamic nature by being sure that this guy was going to be prepared to take on the mission that God wanted Adam to take on in the garden. But Peter was going to go and take it on in another form. That's why he would say to him as a response, take care of my sheep. What was Adam doing in the garden? Taking care of the animals. What was David doing in the backside of the desert? Taking care of the animals. What was Moses doing in the house of Jethro? Taking care of the animals. When God wants to deal with a man, he wants to make sure that they are completely caught up with him. But he doesn't do it with the one dimension. It will have to be the tripartite nature. Come into this Peter. Peter wouldn't see it just yet. Like some of you and I don't completely see how God is moving in our lives. But do you know it's the three dimensions operating in you most times? It's God the Father speaking. Christ the Son speaking and the Holy Spirit working together as one. So really and truly, when we go out, when people see PT or see a Pastor Nikki, you know they should actually see all of you here because we work and operate as one, though there be many. I'm still going to the shepherd, but I thought I'd make that point very, very clear to you. How God wants to catch us. When he catches us, he sits on us, forges us by fire, forges us by the word. I told you yesterday that before he did anything, before he asked him any questions, he'd, make, he'd made sure that he had eaten. He had made sure he had sat by what is food. Of course, in our dimension, we'll know food as in, you know, eating, eating. But in this particular dimension, we're speaking of the word. He had made sure that he was fed up enough for him to start asking certain questions and get the understanding of those questions. Peter still wouldn't quite completely know what he's saying when he's saying, of course, I love you. That's why he would get frustrated. Don't forget, there will be a time when Jesus would tell him, an hour is coming when Satan will use you 
You remember we read that some weeks ago, some months ago. Maybe you wouldn't remember. He said that Satan is inquired of you, but there will be a time that will come. You remember now? Uh -huh. There will be a time that will come that you will remember the things that I've taught you. And when you remember, make sure you teach them to the next generation, so to speak. So let's go to the book of Judges this evening. Judges 15, speaking to the shepherds. Because there will be an influx of souls coming, but you need to know who you are first, what God is doing with you, and what dimension the Lord is traveling you through. Aha. Uh -huh. It's a beautiful time to be alive for you, saints. The new soul winners have to be the shepherds. They will know what's on the heart of the Lord. Why? Because they have intimacy with the Lord. They speak to him. And I love that Pastor Stephen emphasized the intercession. That's all that David did in the backside of the desert was intercede on the behalf of the sheep. When he was out there going to lions, tigers and bears for the sake of these sheep, it was theoretic. He was interceding that these ones do not come and devour what belongs to God. Oh my God. When you intercede the way some of us do in the house, and Lord, help me to calm down because I'm already feeling hot. Maybe put the fan on me so that I know that there's coolness here. But I love fire because that's what Samson will begin to do with these foxes. Set them on fire, yeah. So fire is good, right? We like fire, but let's just calm down slow because I don't want to go too fast. Uh-huh. So these men were in the backside of the this, this David was in the backside of the desert. His job was intercession. Your job of intercession most times is praying that this world or the system of this world will not choke up the sheep that belong to God. Will not choke up the fish that belong to God. Your job is fishy business, as PT said the other day. Your job is, uh, is your farmers, you know. You're meant to get your hands dirty. So when PT spoke to us back in Canary Wharf and said, go get your hands dirty, the season for that is upon us right now. Sometimes certain words, as Pastor Daniel beautifully said, and please, I beg you, go back and listen to that word again because it is teaching. Most times teaching don't sound like, boom, whoa, whoa, yeah, praise God. It's, it's something that you have to sit on and do. It's teaching, yeah? Good. So he began to speak about us getting our hands dirty. The time of that is upon us now. And the reason why I say the time is upon us now, because the way times work for us is not the way we think. We're thinking because we've heard a word, immediately it should go forth. No, no, no. God can send a word, and it's only in a now generation that we can pick up the message of that word. I think Pastor Onyi said it beautifully as well. There'll be times we've come to church, we've heard the word, and we've heard it as word, and praise God, but we didn't hear the message. I think now you guys are hearing the message of shepherdhood. You're understanding the message of leadership. You're understanding the message of motherhood. You're understanding the message of being called to the nations. And when he does that, he sits you and forges you by fire. But then what he then does is begin to tie you, tell to tell. Our own tying is with the nation. Our own tying is with this word. When he ties us, he now then sets us a blaze please i like the word set because the word set would denote a programming the word setting would mean that he's infiltrated he's put something in you that's made you um uh, one with him or he's put his mind into your mind let's read the book of judges 15 so that i'm not speaking out of myself and that i'm flowing with you again 
There was no way for me to begin to study for today's word. I just listened to Pastor Daniel and Pastor Genevieve and I think that this temperature that they've left us with is so easy to flow with. Are you with that please, Mark? Let's start from verse 1 then. Because before Samson... Hey, 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 nice, nice. Samson was angry with the Philistines. Even God was angry with the Philistines. But Samson married into a Philistine house. He married a Philistine wife. Yeah. I like the way you're smiling at me, George. Beautiful. He married a Philistine wife. Already God wanted to have his, uh, uh, his um, vengeance on them. But look at how God sets it up. Look at how God allows it to happen. Let's begin to read these scriptures. And I really hope you stay with me, those of you who are on tonight, so that we can flow in this and that we can understand the role of a shepherd disciple. Let's go. Later on, yes. at the time of wheat harvest, yeah. Samson took a young goat and went to visit his wife. Yeah. He said, I'm going to my wife's room. But her father would not let him go in. I was so sure you hated her, he said, that I gave her to your companion. Yep. Isn't her younger sister more attractive? Take her instead. Samson said to them, this time I have a right to get even with the Philistines. Right. I will really harm them. Yep. So he went out and caught 300 foxes. So this guy was angry. Your best catch is when you're angry. Soul winners. Your best catch will be when you are fed up. When it's like enough is enough. God have your way right now. This guy was angry. Keep reading Ma because I love that. Start from that verse 4 again. So he went out and caught 300 foxes. He went out to go and catch this was a fisherman. This was a shepherd man. This was a warrior man. Keep reading, ma. And tied them tail to tail in he, pairs. Uh-huh. He then fastened a torch to every pair of tails, mm. lit the torches, yeah. and let the foxes loose in the standing grain of the Philistines. I love the translation that said he set them. Because what happens is, soul winners, when you begin to go and reach out those souls, yeah, based on your anger and your drive, we're not supposed to just sit here and sing beautifully as overwhelming as that's beautiful for us. But what God wants us to do, <laughs> he would tie us, catch us. He, does, he did two things there. He first tied them, meaning that he had to get them, he had to get them still. He had to get them still and refined so that he can begin to speak. Then he set them, meaning that he can now program because he's got them still. So what God does when he's got the man of God and the women of God that he needs for the nation to take over the nation, because this is what these foxes would do, he will have to sit them down first, then set them, program, then set them on fire. Are you with me? Are you with me? 
So you see you soul winners. When you bring these souls into the house, there's something that God wants to do with them. He wants to sit them first because these are foxes. They're untamed things. They're untamed animals. Have you seen the animals that run outside the garden? If you try and catch one of them, that's, that's, that's work. I couldn't even, you don't even want to catch a fox because you don't know what kind of venom they carry. You don't know what kind of dirt they carry. You don't know what kind of issues that they have. You don't know what they are, they, they've been involved in. You don't know what they've picked up along the way that they can begin to infiltrate you with. But God used Samson to tie these foxes, meaning that he got them still to the place where they can listen. He, they can listen. The souls will come in. They will listen to this word. This word will reprogram them. That's how you get to the setting. Shepherds, leaders, hear me. This is how you begin to deal with your souls. When you have an Ella with you, that is a fox at a time. That is a foxy girl. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> she was a foxy young woman. And I remember when she used to come to the house, I said, Sis, this sis is she on I don't know sis watch sis because sis is moving yeah and she will know what I mean when I'm saying that but there will be a time when God says tie and he ties then there's a time where God says set and he sets then there's a time when God puts fire then she goes out and then you see the influx of souls that come along her because they've been attached have been attacked by the fire this Samson put his whole aggression onto those foxes. You pour your whole everything onto those souls. When those souls come in, you shepherds, listen to me. <laughs> when they come in, your job is to house them, but you're not supposed to keep them for too long, you know. I can't hold on for, to Jemima for too long. Yes, there'll be a time where she has to be with me, and I said this to you guys yesterday, but there'll be a time when I have to set her ablaze set her out into the fields send her out into the people that God has called her to so that she can begin to burn everything up I told you about the effect of fire not only is it to illuminate but it can also devour not only is it to a spectacle but it also can make a spectacle of a person if you are caught by the fire God wants to catch us to become so one with him that when we are consumed with him we, we ultimately develop ourselves into the Godhead of who he is then he gives us the understanding of how to deal with the people that we are called to why because he is the ultimate shepherd before he can let Peter take on the burden of sheep he had to make sure that Peter's mindset was the mindset of Christ himself he had to make sure he said when he said take care of my sheep feed my sheep he's giving you his burden ultimately what he's doing for the nation family right now is giving you his burden so that you can become the good shepherd so that you will lead the flock to the right pastures you will lead the flock into the industries that God has destined them to in whatever, in whatever capacity he's called you to let's keep reading so that we can keep going with the flow but I hope you are with me when he had set the torches ablaze he let the foxes go into the standing brain of the Philistines. Okay, before I even continue with that, when God wants to call you into something great, he's going to call you alone. He's not going to call you with your friend. Samson, uh -huh. Samson went with uh, God alone. He had an anger that was almost like I'm speaking to God. No, I'm angry. What happened there? Samson and God were yoked. They had become one. 
the, the, the understanding of this oneness is very deep and I'm hoping that God will give me the utterance he will give me the vocabulary and the way to really teach it the way I hear it in my in my head I'm praying for that but he yoked himself with God what happens to you most times leaders listen when God wants to use you he will separate you and take you alone then he will begin to put his heart in your heart the reason why I'm saying this and I know this is so true because when he told Abraham to get out of your father's house he was calling him to be alone with him he wanted to teach him how to be a father of houses when God wanted to deal with Moses he took him out of the palace and took him into the fields into the house of Jethro when God wanted to deal with David he took him to the backside alone so that he, and when he took him to the backside alone he gave him a burden he gave him the sheep listen so winning and your as your job as shepherds or your roles as shepherds that's even just the first stage of ministry so to speak that's like the entry point of God saying I trust you into something but then when he wants to take you into a nation he would set you on a bigger pedestal so with Samson he wanted to check that his heart and his burden was one with God I don't want to go through the whole of that scripture but he begins to talk God begins to speak to him about how he wanted his vengeance on the Philistines and he used that situation to set it up God will get you in situations where he sets you up and you will wonder why is this happening what is this why have you sent me here even the Israelites when they saw the manna they will ask what is this that is God's doing that is God's position the positioning that is God's setting you've got to check the programming and setting that he's given to you because that programming and setting is what he's sending you out with he sent in fact what the setting and programming is is a message he sent the foxes out with a message to say I'm on fire and I'm angry yeah he sent them out saying that I am angry and you're going to feel my anger listen when we get to the mind and the heart of God as detailed as he needs us to be the world will understand the message of God they will hear the message through your action so when they see a pastor Genevieve in the pharmaceutical field what they will feel they will feel the anger of God which is a good anger not the kind of anger I want to burn no no they will feel and say that hey this is this is not just a pharmacist this is a message and I need to hear this message and if this message comes with flames and I want to receive it that's what the sheep should do they should be able to hear your message receive your message and come to your message they will submit to you guys this is the time for you to get your hands very very dirty Samson got his hands dirty very dirty Peter would get his hands dirty Peter thought that his business was only in the business of fishing for fish but God was saying no 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 I'm speaking about the people because Peter upon this rock is where I've called my church the latter part of that John 21 it begins to speak about what about Judas God um, and Jesus response there was so peculiar he was saying if I want to keep him alive I'll keep him alive that's not your business your business is just to follow 
So listen, when he calls you out, he will call you individually. He will set you out as one. So when Pastor Daniel says, men, watch how you behave around women because God has set you up for something great. What will happen is you've mistaken the woman. You've seen her as a sheep, so to speak, or you've seen her as, uh, I love this, you've seen her as a, a companion for your mission. But God says, no, that's not what I set for you just now. I needed to set you alone. I needed to teach you my precepts, line upon line line way upon way and then I send you out as you go out you wouldn't even know what woman is woman will just come to you it's not that you go fishing for them they will come to you you will know the bone of your bone because you are on mission not because you are on your own desire your own feeling at the time or because I haven't done this I haven't done that it doesn't work like that listen I, I love the bible so much you know this guys already I, you know this because the latter scriptures will start talking about Delilah. When God wants to take a mission, man, Satan will always find his way, you know? Always find his way. He will always figure it out. Don't forget, he knows the patterns of God. This was a godly man at a time. He knows God's routine and God's ways. But God, what he does, he likes to use the foolish things to confirm the wise. So when he used a Moses, it was almost foolish. How do you, you know, don't forget it was the same pattern that Samson, um, uh, Moses had, that Samson had. Moses also was angry because they had done something to these people, right? Uh, David too, angry because the Philistine was speaking against God. It's the same pattern. Do you understand this? Did you see that? It's the same pattern when God wants to use a man. There's no such thing as, oh, I need so-and-so to join me on this thing. No, no, no. When God wants to call you, he will set you alone. Let's finish reading that, ma. He burnt up the shops yeah. and standing grain together with the vineyards and olive groves. When the Philistines asked, who did this? They were told Samson, the Timnite's son-in-law, yep. because his wife was given to his companion. See, what happens when you get caught, yes? When you get caught, purpose and life will begin to start making meaning to you. You will understand your call. Those foxes never had purposes before. They never had destination before. They never knew what they were called to do other than roam around until they were tied and set ablaze. Can I tell you something? In the Old Testament, the way things used to work is that the priest will go ahead of you. PT spoke about this, right? He said the priest will go ahead of you. And I use the story of Hannah. Let me tell you, I think that, I personally think that Hannah got the message when she spoke to Eli. She did. She did. Because the priest has to go ahead of you. And that priest was who she, the room was going to be called to anyway. So it's not just because her soul pulled out. No, because she had met the message. Sam, Samuel was called to Eli. So before God is going to... Uh, I, I like this so well, you know. <laughs> Lord, help me, please teach. Please. I want to be like Pastor Daniel. Lord, can you just help me just to speak like him? Why? I'm trying. You know I'm trying, Lord. Help me. Amen. So... Before she, her wound can begin to open to her, she had to meet the priest. When they were carrying the ark, if the priest hasn't gone ahead, that ark is not going anywhere. 
But you see in the New Testament, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it calls you the royal priesthood. So he cut off that priesthood going before you. I'm sharing this to you. Why am I going from place to place? It's because I'm trying to get you to an understanding of you being caught. Your catching is with first you and God. You and that trinity. You and that tripartite nature. When you are caught with him, you don't need a priest to go ahead of you. Well, you will need a priest in this realm to teach you and show you how to go. But ultimately, you will make the steps. For example, Pastor Genevieve, PT is not going to go to the pharmaceutical. He will teach a word that she will receive she would join with that word tie herself with that word he will set her on fire she will go into that industry as the priest there it is for the glory of God to conceal a matter it is for priests to reveal it oh sorry it's for the kings to reveal it but who she goes is as the priest she's going as the royal priesthood the chosen generation but there's got to be a catching 1 Thessalonians 4.17 begins to talk about the catching away with the saints. Let me go, not go ahead of myself there. But you need to know that. You need to understand this catching and how when God wants to set you up to take on the role of a shepherd, he has to keep you alone. I've never seen shepherds roll in twos. I always see them alone with their staff. I always see them alone walking and the sheep following diligently, blindly, according to wherever they're going. Why? Because that shepherd was one shepherd it understands the pattern and the process of what it takes to sit to be tied to be set and then to go doesn't matter how long it takes you how long was Moses in the house of Jethro 40 years your own won't be 40 years God forbid you don't have time for that some of you are already checking your um, fertility clock saying ah by, 30, by 38 max you can't manage anything else no God will sit on you for however long, as Pastor Daniel says, as he need. He put the time there, but he works in time. He sets his time. So he already knows what's going to happen in the next two years. He's prepared that for you. The Bible talks about him as being predestined for a particular purpose. And in this particular time, he's predestined you to be shepherds. He's predestined you to be sons and daughters that carry, or carry the burden of the sheep. But he checks, do you love me? Have you eaten my word? Have you been fed enough with my word to take care of the sheep? One of your pastors messaged me and started telling me that, Ma, there was a time I was looking after one sheep. And, you know, I was so angry when she decided that she wanted to go with somebody else. You know what God was doing for that particular shepherd? He was building a tolerance in her. He was preparing her for the real sheep that belonged to her. Because every shepherd will have their own kind of cattle, their own kind of flocking, their own kind of shepherding type stuff. So, Pastor Crystal may shepherd for fish, I may shepherd for goats. Whoever may do it, they may have their own type. Who would have known she would have been called to a generation that's like 14 years old, the most rebellious generation, the most difficult generation. But God was teaching her by sitting her by the water brooks, getting her ready with the word. So when these troublesomes come, she will know exactly how to deal with them. She will know what word to give to them. She will know how to move according to the season. She didn't even realize by sitting with the one, she sat with the thousand. I have to give you examples this evening I have to give you examples because 
so winning would change. It's not you, you're already in lockdown. How where are you going? You can't stand in Stratford anymore shouting or saying, please let me buy you uh, five guys. Or two wings from KFC in a coat. That's not gonna work for anyone anymore. So God will start amplifying his message, carrying his message. When he sees that you are tied, tell to tell and set ablaze, anything you touch will be consumed. Meaning that if you've, con if you've connected yourself, can I just use Pastor Whitney because she's next to me and I am speaking about her. Um, <laughs> if she can connect to a flow, to a frequency through the word, through worship, through prayer, she wouldn't have to do too much as a shepherd, you know. I don't think David called anyone when he was in the cave of Abdullah. The Bible said that he, they came to him. Not only did they come, it said that his mother and father also found him as well. <laughs> no, this is so crazy. So when this young lady came to a Pastor Whitney, I don't know when she called her. I don't know when she called all those souls that we see in the group chat to her as well because naturally they're now attached to her line. All she did was sit and tie herself with the one. Shepherds, are you hearing me this evening? You're being set ablaze. God is asking you to go and get your hands dirty. And that dirtiness may be that, okay, for a while, you may have to be alone. You may be for a while that he will have to separate you. And for a while, you may have to sleep on the sofa. And for a while, you may have to sleep on the floor. And for a while, you see, that's the best place for you to be, you know, most times. You know, we're running around trying to think that we need to be in the biggest place. That's how it's going to attract people. No, 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 no. I remember I was living in the well house on the floor and souls were coming. I was sleeping on the floor with a baby crying next to me every single day. And I think I was crying out harder then. When we get too comfortable, like Moses in the palace, God says, I have to take you out of that place. It's too comfortable for you. I need to take you to a desert where it's you and I, and we can contend when there's lions screaming, tigers raging. Everybody in that house was fighting at a time. The girls were picking on each other. They were claiming someone was bullying this one, that one was fighting that one. It felt like a zoo. No, it did. But guess what? That was the time I heard God the most. At times, I'm even saying, when they came to me today saying, oh my, you know, da, 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 da. I said, beautiful, I can hear you, Lord. Speak again, Lord. There's fighting happening here. I don't solicit fight. Don't try that. Do that. Don't do that. But I'm just trying to give you the conditions of your environment set you up for you to be tied with God. Because I had no answers in the well house. I had no resolve in the well house. All I had was my fellowship with God. All I could do was stay tied to Him. When I was tired, after a while, we got fed up. Our fed up caused us to go to 6 a.m. prayers. Our fed up caused us to sit and eat the word. Our fed up caused us to sit down and put a TV in front of us and say, let's share word. <laughs> oh my God. Our fed up caused us to start saying now it's time for revival now it's time for us to get elite to a place we need to be financially we're not moving until we hit this target we were fed up we were angry he had to take us out of our comfortability and put us into a place where we were uncomfortable that's how he begins to shape us that's how he begins to mold us that's how he begins to speak to us imagine if David stayed with his brothers in that house 
God would have never have called him. God would never have, um, have used him. By the time he got to the camp where the Philistine was speaking, he even identified how dare this individual talk about the one that I'm one with. In fact, he's talking about me. How dare he? This can never be. This was a shepherd. He was about to lead all the people that were with him. He was even shepherding Saul at that time. asking you to be caught up or I'm asking you who's caught you who has caught you because if it's not God that hasn't caught you something else would have caught you and that's why as Pastor Daniel would say you will be like one of those guys that will be wandering around looking for women no 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 flesh has caught you self has caught you desires has caught you because if you're one with God you trust me you wouldn't see a woman you would just see sheep you would just see people that God has called you to save I'm speaking so plainly and gently tonight because I want you to understand where I'm coming from and how God is calling you and setting you apart I'm okay let me let me keep reading so the Philistines went up and burnt her and her father. So what am I saying to you? In order for you to develop the shepherd's heart, he will have to take you out of your place of comfortability. He will have to take you out of certain systems. Let me use Pastor Genevieve as an example again. In order for God to really call her, because let me let you know, this is a woman of God. That's what I know. It's confirmed, sealed, all up in my heart. Very, very confirmed. But, but, listen. You cannot take a system by being the system. He will have to take you out of it. If Moses was going to take Egypt, Pastor, uh, Pastor Genevieve, he will have to take him out of Egypt, set up the true system, which is the kingdom of God, and install it back into that system. But he cannot have gone system against system. It would have never worked. They would have never heard him. But they heard him when he went up against the system as Moses, the son of God. They heard him. They're not going to hear Pastor Genevieve if she's talking like them. If she's moving like them. One of your sisters came to me and gave me one powerful vision yesterday. How God had spoken to her about certain things. And, I, and she said, oh, you know, I need to do my uh, PhD. That's how I'm going to earn 60K plus. I, my heart dropped. Powerful woman of God. I said, No, Emma, it's not the PhD. You've already disqualified yourself for God's own PhD by you putting yourself in the system's PhD. You're only going to measure yourself up to the standards that they're giving to you. I've not got a PhD. In fact, I told you guys, I paid somebody to do my own degree. Come on, man. Come on, man. But I'm here, speaking fire, driving a Range Rover, looking for a new house. I'm giving people money that I've never even seen myself. The kind of things that I'm doing now, I'm thinking, Lord, this can only be you, though, because I'm not qualified for this. If you look at my CV in this world, I shouldn't even be sweeping the road. They wouldn't even give me a job in Tesco. That's how bad it is. They wouldn't. My CV is Nikki Odetaya. That's it. Even the Odetaya, we're still not sure. Like, we're not sure. 
But look at how God has set us up. When you are tied with God, you become like Him. You are one with Him, meaning that whatever He does, you're able to do. That is what God is showing to us in this season. It is not the qualification given to you by man, because what you do by that, you can't tie that man because He's tied you. He's already caught you. You can't. So God has to take you out of the system and bring you back in as a refined man of God. That's what the shepherd is. He had to take Peter out of the fishing business, which was literal as in fishing, fishing, and bring him into the true business, which is fishing men. But he had to call him out first to bring him back in. And when he brought him back in, he looked at a time. It was the time for him to go that he says, are you ready? Do you love me? Do you understand me? Do you know me? That's when you can go back in. So in the seasons when you're set out and you may not be working and you're wondering why is my life looking like this, you've got to check, is it now that God is catching me? Has he tied me now? And is he ready to set me ablaze and set me on a uh, pedestrian that I've never seen before? For a long time, I didn't understand it. I used to think that, oh my God, we're going to have a beautiful salon. Okay, Pastor Claudette, what we're going to do is this. No, you know what God told me? I'm going to be, it's, it's not even that we're going to do hair like that. People can sell hair, the hair, and it's beautiful. That's, that's, that's that. And it's beautiful, very beautiful. God said, no, that's too small for you, sis. I was wondering, why is Innovair not working? Why is this thing not working, child? Because we've got the resources. I know how to sell hair. I did this before the nation. And I was making a lot of money. Why is it not working now? God has said, that's too small for you, though. What are you going to be making? What, 200 pounds a day? No, sis. <laughs> I've given you sheep to feed. They can't live on that finance. I'm going to call you and set you apart. Give that thing to Claudette. Give it to her. Don't even put your hand on it. Just keep praying that whatever was given to you for Innovair will be given to her. Guess what? She will leave industries and distribute the hair. Instead of people running to China, they will run to her. They're not going to do that stuff anymore. That's what he was calling for Innovair. I didn't see it. Even in the area of NHS, you will be the distributor. When they're looking for help for cancer patients, they will have to call Innovair for it because it is God's doing that is not our work i didn't call for it he did left to me what is my own let me just go and work in mental health i'm fine i know it i can speak it i understand it let me round up because it's already 10 o'clock and i've spoken for way too long but when god calls us and gets our hearts into positions with him he, you know i'm going in so many dimensions this evening he calls us to serve you know in in the house of jethro moses went to go and serve sheep abraham will go and serve the people peter will go and serve fish at a time peter will do all manner of things oh god i love this even paul will serve timothy for a while in order to train him to go back and also shepherd I love the fact that God ties us to him, you know. I love the fact that he will tie. And this is why I said this month, everybody's going to be tied with a pair. Why? Because whatever you tied with is what you are one with. Whatever you are one with is what you will produce. Whatever you are one with, PT said, is, what you is a result of what you produce in life. So if you see fear, you've got to check what you've tied yourself with. You've got to, be, you've got to check who's caught you. If you're seeing doubt, you've got to check who caught you. You've got to check who you're tied with. You've got to check what kind of fire been put 
on you. I told you, there's different types of fire. There's the fire that consumes and does the work of God. Then there's the fire that, de that devours and that consumes what's supposed to be good. So you've got to check what have you been tied to. If we are one in this work, what you are tied to is the will of God. What you are tied to is the call of nations. And I'm happy that we're now going to start speaking about these nations. It's because that's where God will set us out to. But before he can set us out, he had to catch us first, tie us up, set us, program us. Then he will set us ablaze. But there's still more flock that he's calling into us. There's still more people that he needs to get ready to forge them with fire by this word and set them loose. So your job now as shepherds, soul winners... You've been set on fire already. That's just the truth. With all this word that you've been getting. You will start connecting your, with your souls in the most peculiar ways. For some of you, I can't even tell you how it will look. I just see them. I had a dream last night. And you know me, I don't dream like that. But ever since I've heard this prophetic word, I now feel like I'm some sort of spiritual floating angel. I feel like I'm, I can hear everything. But I, <laughs> I have to say, Lord, just don't let me know. Um, but I had a dream last night and it was almost the similar vision of what I saw in Ashburnham. I saw the crowd. I saw the people. And Pastor Oyen had a similar vision as well, Salako. I saw a crowd of people and PT was speaking to them. And he was speaking like he speaks to you and I. I saw Chinese, white, black, all manner of people. And what he was doing was sending them out into their fields sending them out to where God had called them to be and they were all listening diligently they were all being marked off one by one and I can see myself with some of the leaders positioned around him almost like um, I don't know how to say this I can see us positioned around him uh, confirming the move that he was doing and laboring for the souls that were in that auditorium it was I can't even tell you the place was huge full of a multitude, a sea of different type of people and I like the word sea because that's what it is many fish different shapes and sizes but ultimately all called for the mission that is nations so all of you here you've actually been set up <laughs> you've all been set up you had no purpose before you had no mission before you didn't know where you're going. You were just moving according to what the system told you to do. You were just a number, a digit. When you go and come, they mark the offers. You watch the film Soul, right? They just mark you in and out. But when you have that encounter, when you have that encounter and you join yourself one, God gives you the purpose. So when you come back to earth, Lord Jesus, when you come back to earth, you know what you are called here to do. You know what you are sent here to do. You know what currency and frequency to move in. In other words, I'm telling you guys to go and discover who you are. Discover who you are in the backside of the desert where it's most uncomfortable. Yes, you may be sleeping on Pastor Nikki's couch. Yes, you may be sleeping on the floor in my room. Yes, you may be sleeping there, but God says that's your place of discovery. That is your Jetro encounter. That is your come out of your father's house encounter. That is Peter, do you love me encounter. That is where God begins to shape you and mold you and begins to prepare you with the mission that is the nation. 
how does PT living on a, a, a floor in Thamesmead become a man that's speaking to global people do you know the, the magnitude of a, who's the guy that he used to sew into Kenneth Copeland that's a do you, he said I grew up on that as well when I say grew up on it I heard his, word, his, his voice in the background my mom used to say have you heard that guy Kenneth Copeland that's the man of the hour to now be associated with such a man coming from somebody's couch how can that be other than God though come on can we can somebody explain it to me how does this woman on a deathbed after an attempted suicide now begin to speak where people are emailing me can I send you money because I just hear you there's something about you this can only be the propensity of God this can only be the measure and dimensions of God when you are one with him when you are tied to him when you are caught to him let's close with that first Thessalonians 4, um, 4. let's read from verse 17 Nicodemus at a time will end up being caught up with God he will realize that his purpose wasn't just to be a Pharisee a teacher of the law but he himself had the power to become like Christ people were saying oh it's Mary that was uh, rubbing uh, at the graveside of Jesus no Nicodemus was there too Read your Bible very well. And there were other men there too that were helping balm Jesus up. He was there, but this was a guy that was about to kill him. How did this happen? When the true shepherds come to life, you will bring dry bones to life. Nicodemus was a dry bone, but when he had the breath of God, when he had that conversation, how be it that I go back into my mother's womb? What Jesus was doing was breathing a Ruach life into him, was raising dry bones to life, that this guy will go and intercede on behalf of Jesus, even at his death. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together. I love this. With them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. I love that. Since therefore there's a great cloud of witnesses. So these people are waiting for us to become one with them. He says when we are caught up. <laughs> this is why I said the word tonight is who are you caught with? what are you caught with you've got to check yourself on a day-to-day -day basis the girls came to me today with something I said no 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 because I don't want to be caught up with that you deal with it yourselves just be praying be loving be doing all these things I want to be caught away with those in the cloud I want to be one with them so constantly I have the measure of the kingdom of God I'm constantly bringing that measure here on earth there will be no way that the kingdom of God will not be established if I'm not caught up with him Finish reading that, Mark. And so, quiet, get ready. Let we me will you, be Ma. with the Lord forever. Look how beautiful your hands are on those keys. Essential. Yeah. Put some volume, man. Let's hit you. Let's get caught away. Let's get caught away for a minute. Aha, uh -huh, right. Yeah. Can you hear the propensity of the keys? Beautiful. She's sweating. Let's keep going. <laughs> and so we will be with the Lord forever. Yes. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. So when you get into your pairs, encourage one another. 
to be caught up with God, to be caught up with the things of God, they will be out of your period. You will start, you will have a new birth. And that new birth will come in the form of souls. That's what parent is supposed to do. You're supposed to multiply. So I understand when the world starts talking about let's get married because they've conceptualized the parent that God was showing to man with let's just be man and wife and do our own thing. No, what God was showing was something greater. He was saying pairs so that you can multiply and increase. Increase in number so that the kingdom of God will be established here on earth. Are you being blessed by the little word that we've had tonight? I think that tonight's word from Pastor Daniel and Pastor Genevieve should set your appetite right for the whole week. You should know just what to do. You should know how to respond to certain things. Now you will know your name. And if you don't, go and discover it. Know yourself. Know your call. Because that call is where God is shaping you to. Or is what God will use to weaponize you to send you out as one of those foxes on fire. Choir, let me hear you this evening. generation and the next set of people have also got to be caught up in that same line so you're preparing the way for the next generation so to speak but you've got to remain tied so your prayer tonight is Lord keep me one with you keep me caught up in you keep me tied with you keep me one with you keep me burning for you keep me on fire for you keep me doused in fire Keep me engulfed in the fire of you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lord. Set my heart on fire. Set my heart on fire. Set my heart on 
from Pastor George and one of the souls that had come to his house today I told you it would be unusual it won't be normal just don't let the fire go out let the fire on your altar keep burning may the bud on your altar keep budding just like the, the bud and the staff of Aaron let it keep blossoming May it keep blooming. May it be on fire. The only thing fire should do should burn up the chaff. But you as the wheat will remain. May the Lord cover this house. 
may he cover the nation family may he cover the word that's given to us may we hide it in our heart and use it to build a city that belongs to God may he weaponize us daily may he send us to the to the nations that's the right song Sweet perfume. I'm trying to finish, but 